Next week is our world famous CAG VIP drawing. Come join us on Twitch and find out who wins. $25. Moose, stop shaking your head. Risky, play the music. And welcome to episode 115 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week, as always, are my co-host, Chocolate Bear. How you doing, folks? And Moose. Hello, friends. Hey, I'm back on a podcast. Cool. We missed you so much last week. (laughs) Chocolate rambled on for over two hours. Yeah, I got the audio files, and it was over two hours, and I was like, oh my god, that week, we must have had a hefty question section, but that was only like the last ten minutes. I was like, man, these dudes these dudes did some talking. We yeah, went deep but, but, on the uh, on the news. Before we go any further, how many R's are in the word drawing, Bear? Drawing. Drawing. <laughs> also, drawing. Rocker said that you always go into your soft, sexy voice for the intros. Uh, just We call that the creepy voice. I was going to say, for the record, the soft, sexy voice and the creepy voice are actually one and the same. So. Absolutely. It, it depends what you like as a uh, as, as a, a listener human. slash oh, viewer yeah. slash yeah. slash human being. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Awesome. Um, all right. Before we get into the show, uh, a couple things up on YouTube right now. We have a review of Jack and Jill DX. Chocolate talked about this one a little bit ago. Uh, it, was this a hot pile of trash game or is this a good one? Uh, this was a semi-smoking almost fully grown turd but no it was, it, oh, it was okay. okay this one it, this wow. one was fairly enjoyable uh so there we, we got a review up for that um so i mean i guess i could have just sent them that way and not even gotten your your quick pitch of it there yeah. uh and then we also have i put up on my first hour in grounded uh this week so i run through the first hour of that game um so yeah that new stuff is up on the youtubes um yeah, I don't really think there's much else. We have uh, oh, Chaotix uh, review of our Game Pass Roulette game will be up day of the podcast. Okay, we have that. And also, as Rocker astutely uh, pointed out in chat, if you just go to the 45 mark of the My First Hour that I put up, uh, you'll see exactly everything you need to see about Grounded. And you can decide if it's uh, worth, your, worth your time or not because... <laughs> Yeah, just go watch it. Uh, it's it's interesting. It's a, just fast a, forward to the forty fifth minute, right? Yeah, it sucks. Uh, and and just as a <laughs> disclaimer, the whole video came out kind of choppy. I don't know. I must have just had like just too much going on for the PC. I should have lowered the, uh, the the quality of it and uh, maybe the frames or something. But it, it is a little choppy. But y- you get the point. Just skip to forty five, and that's where the good stuff is. So uh, go, go hit that up. Um, yeah, VIP next uh, VIP episode is next week. So if you guys want to get in on that, uh, you can do that through patreon.com slash CAG podcast or twitch.tv slash cross Atlantic gaming. If you're a sub there, uh, either way, uh, that's how you get in on that. That episode though is next week. Like I said, that is, this is my obligatory reminder that get your subs in this week. Cause if you do it next week, you're going to be too late. Yep. Yeah. Get them in. Get Any them doom? in. Another week in gaming. What have we all been getting into? Uh, let's start with... Uh, let's go with Moose first. All right. Uh, the Red Dead um, update that came out 
came with a new role, and I'm assuming you dived into that a little bit. I did. I'm a I'm about halfway through the the rank at this point. I'm a level ten naturalist, is what it's called, and uh, just think along the lines of PETA. <laughs> so <laughs> all right, uh, yeah. There's this uh, this lady, and she is crazy. She's got frazzled hair. Like they just want her to look like a complete lunatic. But she is all about protecting animals, and um, you do missions to go kill poachers. You protect uh, legendary animals. But on the other side of the coin is like the master um, trapper guy, which you can take all these legendary. You, essentially, you can take the map that she gives you to protect all these animals and go kill them and give them to the hunter guy, and he'll make you some super sweet clothes out of them. Uh, <laughs> nice. How easily is it to flip flop back and forth between those two? Well, um, I, I've only killed things a few times because I was just trying to level up that pass and just you know see the fastest way I could get the the roll leveled up. Right, but. Um, once you kill a few animals, you go back to her, and she's like, I know what you've been doing, and she pulls out this perfume bottle, and she straight up gasses you, dude. What? <laughs> and you just wake up in a field somewhere. <laughs> and then, That's like, so weird. Yeah, and there's a... Uh, and then, basically, like, her NPC location is is not on the map for, like, five minutes. It basically times you out for five minutes. Okay, so there is, like, a you can't just hop back and forth. Right. She's like, nah, I know what's happening here. You're but, you're killing rare panthers and stuff. So Yeah, exactly. And so now I'm thinking, now that I made it to level 10 as a naturalist, I'm going to try to flip it and get it to ranked up to level 20 by just doing legendary hunts and, you know, killing everything and seeing what that does. Because I think it only is a, t- a five-minute timeout no matter what you do. So I okay. think you can kind of go back and forth. But as long as you don't mind, a, you know, a little whiff of her perfume every once in a while. That's hilarious. Uh, it, I mean, it's smart to put a cooldown like that, just right. so you, you're not going back and forth. But also, the cooldown isn't so long that it just puts you off from staying in game. Because obviously, that's where they want you. So you can buy your uh, what is it in this game? Gold bars. Gold bars is yeah the currency that you can buy. Um, so what's from the, the what's store? the shark card, or, or is it just called? It's gold, gold bars. Gold bars. Okay. Yeah. So and I've been playing it for you know. I don't know, five, six months, and I hadn't given them any money recently. So I went ahead and bought the uh, the new Battle Pass. I forget what they call it. Oh, is the, it the uh, Outlaw Pass? The Oops. Outlaw Pass. There you go, Bear. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Um, that was 40 gold bars. So What, what is that in real-person money? Well, I, I found out after that because then Uh-oh. I was short. <laughs> for my uh, purchase of the roll, which I think was 25 gold bars. So I ended up buying 25 gold bars and they happened to be on sale, you know, that day. And I think it was eight ninety nine or something that I spent. It's essentially, I had exactly to like, I have two or three cents left on my, my uh, account from what it would cost. So that I was like, yeah, this is serendipitous. It's, it's meant to happen. I just need to spend this $8 and change to um, it's get a everything sign. I need. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so is this... I didn't even know they put a battle pass in this game. Is it your standard fare, kind of just like all cosmetic and some in-game currency, that kind of yep, thing? Yep, Five gold bars every so often. You can get all 40 okay. gold bars back if you go all the way to level 80. Oh, which um, is awesome. Yeah. And I guess before, it was 40 gold bars to a level 100. So they uh, they pulled the rug out from under their players a little bit, as they love to do in Red Dead I was going to say, I feel so. like it's kind of par for the course there. <laughs> yeah, they just loved it. You know, it's like the uh, the 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 mangy puppy and 
the uh, the gutter that you just you know you throw him food scraps up every once in a while, but if he gets too close, you kick him back. So <laughs> is that what you do? Not me, but you know, uh, I don't. I would bring him in and make him one of my own. Same. Trade him for one of my children, probably. What? <laughs> um, there's nothing like this in GTA Online, is there? Because I, I feel like well, that would. It's kind of like do real well. No, absolutely not. At least, at least not this role. But as far as you know, the roles go, it's kind of like the same as you know, being a having a biker gang. Oh no, I meant I meant the actual battle pass. There's no battle pass type of thing. Oh no, GTA not online, GTA. Right? Not not that I'm aware of. But isn't I that weird? Yeah, I wouldn't GTA put it past online them. Could, that would make so much money because I would assume that's still more popular than Red Dead Online player count right. wise. But they've so. got a huge update coming, so who knows? Or maybe PS5 drop a battle. Yeah, pass. that's their whole that's their that's their whole plan for next gen is to put a battle pass into GTA Online. Yeah, so. that's all they can do. <laughs> that's the update. But like, actually, that could one hundred percent be what happens. Like, <laughs> yeah, without I'm a doubt. You, the creative guy retired. He's on an island that he purchased. Oh yeah, and by himself. There's <laughs> With no the more stories. Cards. So <laughs> yeah, they're just looking at comment sections for ideas at this point, and there's nothing good in there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Cool. All right. So you're having fun in Red Dead still? Still? Uh, still playing a little bit? Yeah, there, I'm, at least. I'm definitely, and it, it's bringing people back in too. There's actually a couple cool, um, what do they call them, free roam events now. One of them is you have to like escort um, a legendary animal, and it's you and 12 other players that are just basically killing everything that's coming close to you. Is it kind of like a public event? Like yes, exactly. That kind of thing? Just like a- Exactly, yep. And you get an invitation, and then you just you know hold down the start button. Okay, and it right. Takes you into it. Gotcha. <clears throat> and then, um, what is the other one? Now it's I'm drawing a blank. Wrangling. But that one's, yeah. The, oh, okay. That's the second one is um, you and a group of people have a list basically of legendary animals that you have to go find, and everybody just kind of scatters in all the directions and. You know, check the boxes, and then once you get it done, everybody gets a ton of XP. So, I would say if you're you're looking to rank that uh, that roll up, I would do the uh, the missions to kill the poachers, and then always once you get past level four, always take advantage of those. Uh, um, what are they? End game events, basically. Okay, mm-hmm. makes sense. So that's that's what I noticed getting the most. But I, I might make a video here if I can figure out OBS Ooh. and all that stuff to a little bit of a guide for the role. So sweet. That's a. Uh, we'll see forward. what happens. I'm still working on the Animal Crossing. I made an awesome one last night, and like, dude, it was it was so perfect. They had fireworks. It was the first night for fireworks. <laughs> I was giving everybody a tour of my island, and then after ten o'clock, I check out the audio. And the audio is trash. So we got to restart. So there won't be fireworks, but I don't know. We'll see. I'll try to get some fireworks in there. You can can edit it just right. I know. Edit your own fireworks into it. (laughs) (laughs) Some after effects. Just terrible fireworks. I'm not that good yet, guys. (laughs) You'll get there. You got the capture card in the PC, and that is half the battle. So here we go. Thanks to my wife. (laughs) Thanks, wife. Thank you. IT. Thanks, IT. Exactly. <laughs> all right, you good with uh, Red Dead then? Yep. Um, all right, you guys, I'm assuming you talked about Rogue Company last week, probably, when I wasn't here. We did. We did. 
<sighs> so I missed that combo. Um, but let us know what your you thoughts. Think. <laughs> okay, I do. I do. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> no problem, guys. <laughs> um, I like it a lot. I tried out Valorant when that first came out, uh, and this is just way more my style, way more my pace. Um, it's it doesn't feel as slow. Like if it, it's like a way more arcadey version of Valorant, I think. Like maybe more fast paced. Um, so I like that a lot. I'm I'm good with certain. T- uh, characters, but I think a lot of that comes down to I haven't played this game solo at all, or even I don't think I've played it with any like a squad less than four actually. So everybody kind of has the characters that they already pick already. So I ended up with uh, not Saint, but the other guy Trench. Is that his Trench? Name? Yeah. Is he? I get them confused. One of them he does because the they're twins. Boy. He's the bra briar guy. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. And then he also gets when he buys like equipment, he gets two of it right off the bat. So he'll get like two grenades, uh, or two of the, he can put up like trophy systems. So he gets two of those two. Uh, he's pretty awesome. And then Dallas is the other one I rolled with a little bit. He comes <laughs> with like a revolver and he has I, like a I like a, a UAV thing or like right. where you can see through walls for like a short amount of time. Uh, so those have been my two mains. But once uh once you get into it and you start to learn like the first two three four matches maybe you get into it and it's kind of defeating right off the bat because these kids have been playing for like a little bit maybe or have full squads or whatever you just you kind of feel like a disadvantage when you're learning the maps and all that stuff but the more i've played it the more it's grown on me and i like a lot i just don't think playing it solo like with such a small player count if you're not communicating and you're playing as a team that is communicating just get rolled and i think that's how a lot of these games work but this one in particular. Do you, have you noticed that there's sort of like mind games from the minute you jump out of your ship? Or Dude, you're... when so... you're dropping down, you have those like the the smoke trails yeah. behind you. It, it's like the best intro to a match ever. Just like okay, they're going to be, they're going to be. Nope, they come yeah. back A quick, quick, quick yeah. everybody go this way, and it's just. It's fun, like, dipping towards A and then thinking you swerved back, like, right at the last moment to get over there, but then they might have caught the last person coming down, so they're all just waiting for you. It's a a nice little addition to uh, the beginning, yeah. Um, What's the other one? The Kind of the intro screen as well. They'll say, like, risky as Trench or uh, whichever way around. I think it's the best. Love me some Ronin. Not the one in chat, the one on the game. (laughs) The lady? Yeah, she's nice. Um, it, yeah, it's funny. I've never like recorded like an Xbox record that the intro of a match of a multiplayer game, but the first time that happened, and it was like risky as trench, Waterloo as anvil, Moose as Saint, or whoever he was playing. It's like having all that. I was like, uh, yep, record oh. that. That's fantastic. Right. I just needed. It. It's like the music and the walking. It just yeah. it it plays out perfectly. I love it. It's our WWE intros. Yeah, yeah. dude. And it's, so it's great. I like that a lot. And then, I mean, the gameplay, it's it's a third-person game. So, like, that's kind of different and weird because there is, like, the corner peaks. But you have enough equipment and uh, that kind of stuff that I, I think you can push people out of those spots if you think there's someone around the corner. Or, like, if you're using Dallas, you can use, the like, the UAV, like, wall hack thing quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's definitely some ways to prevent people from just sitting there around corners. But... You're also going to run into that because it's third person. So yeah, how you like that uh, proximity mind dagger? Oh, that's awful. Uh, <laughs> I love it. That is always something where I have to check the kill feed quick to see what 
blew me up in half of a second <laughs> because yeah, you I'm just throw it up in a corner somewhere. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be great when you're using it, when you're going yeah. against it. Not as fun. <laughs> How not many times did I just laugh maniacally after I got like a double kill or something? Because people was, were just. <laughs> there's been so many fun things in this. Because you can also. Because you can buy the melee uh, weapons, obviously. Right. You, you spend all your cash between rounds. Uh, but you can one hit people with melee weapons. So the first time I just like picked up my dude's baseball bat and like whipped it 30 feet at some lady's right. face and she just died. Like I lost my <laughs> shit. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Hysterical. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The game's just doing uh, a lot of fun, different things. Kind of, I feel like it kind of just has pulled from a, a few different places and it's just made a game that's clicking with me a lot more than something like CSGO would or Valorant or even like Overwatch from right. the hero uh, hero shooter aspect. Um, I don't know. It, it's kind of just doing everything perfectly for me, and uh, I haven't. I've been super busy these last couple of weeks. So I haven't played a ton of it, but like if I was gonna play a multiplayer game right now, that's what I would want to be hopping back into. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm enjoying the hell out of some Rogue Company. That game's awesome. Sweet. Yeah, buddy. One of my favorites. Um. All right. Next up, let's go over to Chocolate playing some paper mario this is the, i'm assuming this is the origami king we're talking about we're not yes. going back to the old games oh no we're not going that far back yeah origami nice. king i uh someone kindly lent me a some uh, some login information <laughs> yeah, hey possibly. we're all a cag family so it's okay yeah so, exactly my switch almost blew up with all the games i downloaded um, <laughs> get a bigger memory card right babe? i am now thinking about it i am thinking about it <laughs> It is um, funny because they make it really easy uh, to if, if you're not game sharing with somebody on the Nintendo Switch right now, uh, you should it. be because it's super right. easy. You can do it with as many people as you want, uh, as, as far as I can tell. However many profiles you can fit on the actual Switch, and then yeah. the only thing you need to do is make sure that you're playing offline. Like you can't do multiplayer stuff, multiplayer stuff. So whatever. But everything else, it's like Chocolate just he took both of our login information, and then he had like, it's like a Christmas couple years when he was worth five of games. Years old. Just, uh, yeah. And then oh, he's like, oh, hey, guys, I, I, well, I have, like, Marvel Ultimate Alliance downloaded. Yeah. And we were both like, yeah, we got that one. Like, yeah. You'll oh, get the damn. next one. But, but, hey, you picked up Atomicrops for us. So I did, yeah, appreciate I did you. I, well, it's after you call me a scab. I thought I had to, uh, I had to pay in. <laughs> the initiation. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. Oh, so Paper uh, Mario. Paper, I, Paper Mario. <laughs> first time I've ever played this game um, or the series. Same. And it is, I presume. Charming? Well, yeah, it's really nice looking. I love the fact that as you're walking around, I suppose in my head, visually, I was like, oh, this is going to look terrible as he's walking along or he'll be like a kind of just a straight line. And how they've right. op opened up the the game, how you can move, you know, you can go back, forth, up, down. You've got all the multi-directional things but Mario's still a piece of paper is kind of blew my mind. I was like, Oh, excellent. This is brilliant. Um, and then the story is the most ridiculous thing I've ever, Oh yeah. Ever witnessed in all my life. Um, but it's also the most like classic Nintendo thing ever. It's like, Oh, the princess. Oh, save her. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I suppose the underlining the princess is, uh, she's in the trouble again. Um, but I like the kind of, the also not the slapstick humor is the wrong thing like as you're there the goombas are like oh mario what are you doing here hello it let's is. be friends and you're just like oh hang on this doesn't normally happen and 
one of them turns around and goes, oh, you're the one that almost jumped in my head, or it'll be my honor if you could kill me. And you just... It's hilarious, because, like, <laughs> unlike your typical Mario game where you're taking down Bowser and he's the main baddie, you're taking down the Origami King, is his name Otto, I think? It's, yes, Otto. Otto. I can't remember the other brother's name, though. Uh, so you're you're fighting him because he's turning all, the whole like paper world into folded up origami evil creatures so like you run into bowser and he's like yo i'll help you out like let's help each other out and then you got all his like bad minions and stuff on your side and it's just a whole different dynamic than that i'm used to so yeah I'll t- totally. pretty fun. um and i i got very frustrated very quickly with the uh kind of the switch uh movement with the your big long arms. I can't even the stupid remember what thousand that. fold arms. Or oh, just like, f- yeah. So God, uh, I did thing- a, I did a my first hour on it. And it's just like in the middle of the, in the camera. I'm just holding the stupid pro controller up and <laughs> trying to grab stuff off the wall. Yeah, I think I did two, and then I turned it off. And I was like, I'm not doing this. This is too gimmicky, <laughs> I mean, not, too stupid. Not that bad. Come on. Oh, it was, shut it, the game off because of that. No, the that uh, option. You can turn the option off. Oh. So you just go into the switch, you press your two bumper buttons, and then it automatically does it as you turn, uh, as you push the stick to the left. I guess I may have done that if uh, <laughs> I knew that was a thing. Yeah, so. I was straight in the options to try and turn that off. Um, and then the the fighting is kind of strange. I've I've never played. Oh God, what is it? It's like a, a tactical. Um, it, it's like a boss. It, um... It reminds me of like a horde mode kind of where these things are just going to be pressing upon you. It's like looking at a bullseye uh, and then you need to plan your attacks to stop people from coming towards you. But yeah. in order to do that, you kind of move these rings like that. So I would rings say more a like a dartboard. Or a dart, yeah, ring. a dartboard. Right. So you can move them around and then later on in the, the game, you can move them up and down. So you yep. can line them up and... As Risky said, you can have you can either jump on them, you can fire, uh, you can use a hammer. That's about as far as I am, so I don't know any other. Actions. Yeah, you just kind of have some like like the one you're talking about. You can use your boots, and it'll like take out a straight line of bad guys, yeah. or you can use the hammer, which will take out like a two by two square yeah. of them. And yeah, you're choosing different attacks. You're lining up the these rings that kind of slide around to line up your enemies, and you'll have X amount of like moves. So it's like. It's a very puzzly type of combat that I've, I don't know, I've never really played anything like that uh, with that much of a, a puzzle for each attack or each battle. But I think with it being so different, it just kind of it sets the game apart. Um, yeah. Everything, d- everything about it kind of does. It's just kind of one of those weird Mario games, but I, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I d- me too. I am definitely going to sit down. My wife looked at me and she was like, how often do you sit there and play your Switch? Because... Your children are now turning around saying Paper Mario. I was like, I, um, I don't play that much, honest. And she was like, are you sure? I was like, yep. And I was like, Joseph, come on, let's go play Paper Mario. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's a grass. He snitches straight away. Oh, no. Nice. Yeah. He's yeah, getting the benefit. Keep a secret. Yeah, my house oh, he, either. Yeah, he can't do it. However, my daughter, Isabella, she's a absolute demon. She won't let anything go. She won't say nothing. <laughs> Just take it to the grave, huh? She's she your ride or die. She is, but she hates me. I'm like, do you love, do you love me? She goes, no, I love mummy. 
I'm, I'm learning oh, so yeah. much about this household right now. Oh, I love it's, it. it's yeah, it's hilarious. The Don I think in this chocolate house. is Eric. We're beginning to find that out. <laughs> right? Where's the real chocolate? <laughs> yeah. Where's the is rich it? guy with all the monies? He's out uh, gallivanting on his uh, yacht. All right, fair. <laughs> well, you watch the kids. You are yeah. Eric. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. This all checks out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think the the Paper Mario stuff is also cool with the uh, like how you can get kind of. Uh, what is it confetti i guess like if you hit a tree uh, enough times you get a bunch of confetti and then there's yeah. parts in the world that are just like hollowed out and you kind of throw all the confetti to solve puzzles or like gain access to different areas on the map yeah uh so yeah it's uh it's different yeah. i think it's a lot of fun though and i i'm glad that i picked this one up because i was kind of skeptical never seeing the uh, or never playing the old games and then seeing the art style and kind of being like, paper's kind of weird. It kind of reminds me <laughs> of that, uh, what's that? Yoshi's Yarn wor- Yoshi or whatever. Yarn, yeah, well, Yoshi's wo- Wooly World. Is that what it's called? Yo- Yoshi's so, Crafted World, I think. Or, yeah, something like that where it's like the <laughs> backdrop was like cardboard buildings that were colored in with colored pencil and stuff. And I was like, yeah, eh, and I passed on that one. But this one I picked up and... Uh, it's it's been fun so it, far. It's zany enough. I think it's it's out there enough to to be quite a good game. It's um, yeah, it, it just is kind of differentiates, differentiates itself from uh, other Mario oh, stuff. So. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, it's good. Um, all right, you go to Paper Mario. Yep. We give it we give it some thumbs up. It's it's good stuff. We give it two papers. <laughs> two two folded origami thumbs up. Yes. Um, <laughs> All right, lastly, let's talk about some grounded moose because you and I hopped into that uh, a little bit at, at some point since it came I, out. <laughs> yeah, I got killed by a lot of spiders. It was, it was <laughs> fun? Question mark? <laughs> um, it's I really tough. like the game. Like, it's the, the world is beautiful. The concept is awesome. Why do they got to put the fear factor in it? Well, hey, to be fair, in the accessibility menu, you can literally turn off spiders. It's like arachnophobia mode. Yeah. And I'm not going to do that, though. Not going to cheat yourself out of the, nah, the goosebumps and the fear? Yeah. I think I said this before. I like to play the games as the, the developers design them. So if there's yeah, spooky hey, stuff, I'm just going to have to deal with it. And, yeah. you know, I did to an extent, right? Yeah, I I guess. <laughs> I kept trying to go back for my backpack in the spider den and died like three times in a row. And I was like, all right, guys, that's enough for me tonight. And I think that's the last time I played the game. Yeah, so if you're not familiar with Grounded, it's a uh, survival game. It's like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids meets uh, your standard run-of-the-mill survival game. I heard uh, Fallout 76 meets uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, sh- sure, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um so yeah you kind of get dropped in you can play with up to four people which is cool uh and then you're just doing your standard kind of uh create an x so you can chop down this tree and then with the stuff you get from the tree well except for it's blades of grass uh you can create like a house or like a base that kind of thing and then you're defending uh yourself from angry insects because when you're honey i shrunk the kids sized uh spiders and other creepy insects are way scarier than normal so that makes a lot of sense i remember the first time i ran into an ant uh and it didn't didn't mess with me but then i, I think i threw a rock at it or a pebble yeah. or whatever they are at it and then uh it turns out that pisses them off uh, and then they all know like every was, one of them on the map I mean, instantly 
I was going to say, depending on what kind of posse they're rolling with, uh, you can get your butt kicked by some ants. But yeah, the big the big bad in, in this game is the, the giant spiders that we were talking oh, about. Oh, man. That wolf uh, spider in the middle of the night that got trapped inside the, the machine. You know, <laughs> I forgot about that. He glitched, dude. That, that spider was glitching all over the map. Yeah, there's like a small hole to get into this thing that you would otherwise assume is like a safe spot where you can hide from spiders like this. But he somehow wedged himself in there and then couldn't get out. So yeah. he got in there and then we all hopped out of it. And then there's just this spider with like his creepy legs and stuff just popping out like through the walls and stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it was the, a good way to take care of him. The normal spiders that you see are probably what, two or three times your size? This guy was like, I want to say like eight times our size. He was huge. You know, the scariest thing about these stupid spiders uh, is that if you're up high or anywhere where you kind of can see, like, the tops of some grass and stuff, they literally, like, move the forest like a T-Rex in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like, when they're coming towards you, it's like the grass starts to split, and you know oh. these dudes are coming. And it is – if because you, did you play a little bit by yourself, Moose? Yeah, I did. So I when I did my, my first hour, it was – it, it's a thousand times scarier when you don't have like friends in your ears. Like when it gets dark out and you start to like hear noises and then this giant spider pop, it's just ugh, thinking about it. Gets <laughs> creeps. It's awful. Just like just running through the paths and all of a sudden you just see the little cones of spider webs and you're like, Oh crap. Yeah. There's definitely spiders around here somewhere. <laughs> they save me. I don't see them. So I'm just going to run as fast as I can. Yeah. And they have things like there's a, analyzer stations where you can take different things that you find in the world like pebbles or pieces of grass or maybe uh insect meat of different types or whatever and you can put it in the analyzer and then it'll tell you what you can build out of it uh and then you get these things called research points that you can turn into uh this robot guy that you run into eventually uh to unlock uh more crafting things uh but the weird part was we pretty much like in my the my first hour playthrough i did of it I got through the story content mm-hmm. in the first half of that. So it right. was like it was literally like 30 minutes and you talk to this robot dude. If you're following the instructions in the top left would be like, "Oh, go check out what happened to the oak tree. Go figure this out." And then at the very end of it you're just talking to this robot and uh, the thing pops up and it's like, "Well, you've reached the end of the story content so far. We'll be adding more blah blah blah." Uh so you blow through that super quick, but generally mm-hmm. in these types of games there's not really like a big story you're chasing um there might be things you can discover uh throughout your long playthrough or whatever but there's no like npcs you're running into generally and asking them questions and that kind of thing so but isn't that what obsidian kind of touted was like this is going to be the first survival game that's got a story enthralled and intertwined in it and all that that i mean that would make sense especially coming from them because this is outside of their wheelhouse for sure so i'm um, hoping they just gave us a taste and there's a good you know 20 or 30 hour story involved in this thing yeah i'm just curious how what kind of like intervals you're talking about for updates because i yeah i think you can maybe get like a good 10 hours out of this game with your friends just like building up bases and whatnot but we've already run the gamut as far as the enemies we're going to run into I think the materials that we can collect or discover, I think that's probably, we probably well, saw most of that. Well, no, that's the thing is like, I didn't even know this, but like, you know how they gave us ant armor? Yeah. You could build that and take it in and have it analyzed and then like level up everything. 
Okay. So, so once you craft things, you take it in and analyze it, and it'll unlock you know higher tier stuff from from that stuff. Right. So I guess I knew that had to be a thing because like <laughs> I ran up to like a weed or something, and it said I needed a level two hatchet. Axe. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, there's definitely some leveling in that in that aspect. I just think this is a game where if you check it out a couple years from now and it's got like right. a couple years worth of like story content and just new additions to the game, I think you have something special here, but but right now for me it's kind of I don't know how much time I could spend in there like just surviving and making bases cuz the consequences also aren't like terrible like something no. like Daisy where you lose all your stuff and get sent 14 miles away from where you just were the backyard's pretty small so you lose your backpack and if you make it back to it uh you just collect all that stuff does right. it give you why you were made small or you get thrown in not yet that's all you that's just like wake up small yeah okay. that that's the story stuff that you're right figuring yeah. out cuz like the one npc robot thing that you talk to you can go through all of his like dialogue trees and he'll start to talk about this doctor who is working on all this stuff mm-hmm. uh but then it kind of just leaves leaves it open-ended um okay which i've is read good. uh other places that they have plans for like seven different maps okay that would make a lot more sense like because you could I, go inside the house maybe you know which, maybe they bring oh in God. like pets and rodents yeah, and stuff like that and you know and what that's, I mean? that's where I'm saying the potential for this game. I think it's huge, but right. no pun intended. Uh, but as of right now, you're looking at like a, a 1.0, like, hey, we just got here. Check us out in yeah. 3.7. <laughs> this is just real. like Sea of Thieves when it first came out. You it, know? 100%, dude. Look I at was it now. Say that. Then. Yep. Do you, um, can you ride any animals? I was hoping they Not yet, pinched. but I assume that's coming, that you can tame bugs. and Like a, get a saddle for an ant, and then you yeah. just kind of yeah. speeds up. Another yeah. thing that we hadn't seen anything of is flying insects. Of well, I guess the gnats, the gnats and stuff, but yeah. nothing, nothing huge. So no, like dragonflies soaring yeah, over, or flies, or just or flies, yeah. swarms of bees or hornets or oh, you mosquitoes. Know. Just yeah. stick a stinger in a friend and you just watch the blood. They just come out. watch, Ooh. yeah. You, their body just like suck up Ooh, like a juice box. <laughs> and that's yeah, like when you're playing with friends, uh, you'll get a down state, but you can revive people. So mm-hmm. there's that. Um, but yeah, I think it's a, it's a cool take on the genre and I'm excited to see where it goes for sure. Right. I think I'm done playing it for now in preview, but when it comes out in full release, I'll check it out for sure. Yeah. I I meant to play it, but I just, it didn't, it didn't suck me in. It's not on the Switch, right there? Well, yeah, it's not on the Switch and (laughs) uh, if you guys buy it, I shall play it. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Perfect. If you buy it, you will come. Yep. Um, all right, yeah, I'm good with grounded. You good with that, Moose? I think so. All right, anything else you guys want to talk about this week before we get into Game Pass Roulette? Uh, Warzone's super sweaty right now. I think everybody's cheating. <laughs> I feel like Warzone's <laughs> been super sweaty for the past couple months. No, dude, it's like ridiculously sweaty now. All right, all right, I'm listening. So I don't know. It's it's I can't kill anybody. I can't do anything. And I switched to the uh, the monitor last night, so that's going to take some adjustments. You say you can't kill anyone, Moose. I saw you humding someone as he sat down and crouched, and you nailed him. Yeah, he had to sit down and crouch and stop moving. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I did see Moose pump a few bullets into him as the guy moved, and then he stopped. Fair. But uh, that's oh, that been clipped. Gulag. Yeah. That, that one was a decent gulag. You know, I get lucky every once in a while. I just pull <laughs> the trigger as much as possible. Spray and pray, baby. Spray that's and right. pray. That's right. 
I learned from chocolate. Yeah. Learn from the best. Just outline them. One of the bullets will <laughs> clip them. Cut maybe. out the star, win the prize. <laughs> <Yep>. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys ready to move into some Game Pass Roulette? Let's do it. Go. All right. Up next, some Game Pass Roulette. All right, so this month's Game Pass Roulette game was CrossCode, a retro-inspired 2D action RPG set in the distant future. CrossCode combines 16-bit SNES-style graphics with butter-smooth physics, a fast-paced combat system, and engaging puzzle mechanics served with a gripping sci-fi story. You, you just sound think? like the micro-machine guy. <laughs> Perfect. That's actually what I was going for. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. Uh, um, so, I mean, let's uh, let's talk about all these points they uh, pointed out here. Let's start with the graphics. It's a nice 16-bit style, uh, isometric view. Uh, it's an action RPG, which is nice, right, Moose? Yeah, it's fun. You don't have to uh, <laughs> wait your turn to attack people. You just smash on that X button or those right bumpers, whatever you're using to attack, and go to town. And it's got ranged attack, too, so... Checking it, all the boxes. It does. Um, I I think this game overall. I think the the story was pulling or is pulling me in. Like I've been bad this month, guys. I have not played as much of this as I would have liked to, especially since I started it on PC and then obviously it was having such a good time on PC that I had to buy it on the Switch, even though it was <laughs> also coming free to Game Pass. So I mean, we all make decisions and bad choices sometimes yeah the other bad choice you made was not telling me that you bought it on switch for about two weeks so i had about 10 hours sunk into <laughs> xbox and then started over and then switch <laughs> but hey what that did mean is that you could blast through that tutorial uh quicker than most of us dude i turned those sliders all the way down and just put it on auto drive yeah um they so what what's going on here and i think it definitely draws some parallels to Ready Player One, uh, if you're familiar with the movies or the books. Um, and you're kind of you're playing a game of a person playing an MMO, of going into this like virtual world uh, where you're going to run into the standard kind of MMO stuff you would run into. But this is obviously a story-based game, so those other characters inside of this MMO are all NPCs that are meant to look like other players doing stuff and whatnot and then you have your quest givers and it all feels very uh just like a a standard mmo but the the and you can follow that story because they have the the in-game story of cross worlds i think that's the name of the yeah cross worlds cross worlds you have like that main story but then the underlying thing like the bigger main story here is you trying to figure out the main character leah leah or leah it's lee or leah or, it's oh, L-E-A, I'm go, so L-E-A, Leah I'm sounds go with good. Leah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so she kind of, she has a incident early on where she wakes up, has amnesia, has no idea what's going on. She can't talk either. And she's like her, an avatar. Yeah, her. she's an avatar, so she's like a, a virtual person. I think it's called like virtual matter right. or something like think, that. Think like the Oasis, you know, yeah. from uh, Ready Player One. So she goes into there, and she's really just kind of trying to... Her main goal is trying to figure out her past, like what happened, how she got here. So she's trying to figure that out while also progressing further in the actual like in-game MMO. So there's some mm-hmm. layers here as far as story goes, and I can really appreciate that because like Ready Player One, as far as a book and movie, I 
enjoyed. I most gamers, most people in general, right. enjoyed one or the other, if not both. Um, and I was getting some serious vibes, like going into Cross Worlds was just like going into the Oasis, like right. you said. And literally, people like call you up on the in-game party chat, like NPCs, obviously, because this isn't a multiplayer game at all. Um, and then they just like, oh hey, I'm I'm signing in for the day, and then they just like teleport to you. It's like them logging into the yeah. game, and it's yeah. just, it's really cool. And I think the the story, like, you have a, a reason to go forward because you do want to figure out what happened with Leah and what um how she ended up where she is, I guess. Um, but there's so yeah. much reading. Well, yep. It's none of its voice acting, so there's a lot of reading. Oh, but the music is super chill. It's like the, uh, oh. I don't know. It's like a, a contemporary jazz almost, made by symphonic, you know, computer sounds. Yeah, and yeah. apparently the it's one guy who made. There's like eight, 60 different tracks, I think, in the entire game, and okay. he made it over the last. Well, whenever it came out, he made it like eight years before that. While he like in his spare time, while he was at university and right. working like side jobs, he was also making all the music for this game. So, it's I give that dude a lot of props because the music is it's all really really good from what I've like from the dungeon music from when you walk into like a town center mm-hmm. that kind of thing when you're in a battle, uh, all the music's really good. Um, Talk to me about the difficulty. Oh, I could be here all day with that. So, <laughs> I, straight up, well, it starts off right. Wait, it starts off, you know, with a disclaimer like this game is made to be enjoyed. Please use the sliders in the option menu to turn it down to you know where you're at gaming wise. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, this I could see this being a lot like um, Jedi Fallen Order for me mm-hmm. as far as needing to crank it down to get <laughs> enjoyment out of this because if you're not. One thing that kind of bugged me is that uh, not only is the combat hard right off the bat, like, and it's good, smooth combat, and we can talk about that in a minute, but uh, not only is it difficult right off the bat, but everything is uh, based on your level. Like, And if you're not at a high enough level, like everything's level-gated, I guess is a better way to say that. Like, If you run into a new area and you didn't level up high enough like you're gonna get your butt kicked just because your stats aren't high enough like no amount of skill i think in my opinion is gonna like brute force through it and if you do it's gonna be like each fight's taking an hour because you're just slowly chipping away at it um so the one thing that kind of annoyed me is if you wanted to progress because obviously i was kind of in a time crunch and i just Mm. wanted to get through uh a, a, a good chunk of the story uh but if you're not doing side quests if you're not taking optional battles all the time i feel like the level the level up is pretty slow and if you're not at the right level when you run because i'm in the main dungeon fighting the giant stupid two-armed robot with the one big eye and i can't scratch that thing like it's i can get the first dungeon or the second dungeon not the one in bergerin or whatever right that's the second town you get to. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So the the first dungeon is like um right as you like before you even get on the island, isn't it? Is that when you're fighting the the like the green-haired dude? 
Um, no, yeah, the greenhead dude is right at the beginning of the path. And there's no way you're supposed Bergeron. to beat that, right? No, I don't the think you're allowed guy. to. Because I beat him. Because I got the second time I played it, I had it turned down, and I think he still beat me like five to two or something. Oh, you actually took rounds from him. Yeah, That's dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to just keep using that dodge until he does his like swift attack, and then you can come in and get some shots in and on actually him. do some shots. And yeah, because he has to recover for a second. So yeah, I mean the 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 difficulty's there for sure, but they do have the sliders. I think you can turn it all the way down to twenty percent or something. It's like incoming damage twenty percent. Right. Yeah, you take then, more than or less than half what you normally would. Yeah, which is good. It's a good option, especially if you do want to play the game a little quicker uh, mm-hmm. than normal. I would say because there is that, and that's one thing. I spent a lot of my opening hours doing side quests and getting like stuck on them, like. The one that sticks in my head is this lady or or guy, I don't remember, uh, wanted you to find these four sick trees in these four different areas. Yep. I found three of them, and then the last one is at, like, Obelisk Lake or something. Uh Uh-huh. For the life of me, I could not find it. Like, I probably spent a good 45 minutes just searching around this one area trying to find a stupid tree. (laughs) Right. And it was was stuff like that where... uh, Use a guide. Seriously, like this game needs a guide because the first time I played it, that's why the first playthrough I had was like 10 hours long. And the second that time, you know, the stuff I didn't remember, I just pulled up a wiki and it was like, oh, yep, there, it's right there. Boop, it's right there. So, Probably the good choice, the, the right yeah. choice there. But you can easily get with lost. the guide, this game is ridiculous as far as the puzzles go. Because like to get your first elemental attack, which is fire. You have to go to these uh, this temple where these monks are, and you have to pass this challenge. And like it progressively gets harder and harder, and you have save points within the challenge. But if you don't finish it, you lose all your save progress, and you got to start over. And I've gotten to the end of it. Like I beat it the, on the Xbox, so I got my my fire element or whatever. Right. But I haven't done it on the Switch yet, and I've gotten so frustrated a few times at like midnight after I'm done playing Warzone. Just like, all right, this is the last time. If I don't make it, I'm shutting this thing off and I'm going to bed. And yeah. So the, speaking of like the dungeons though, and like the puzzles, I do think because you have like this ranged attack, mm-hmm. um, it sets up a lot of unique opportunities to make kind of. Uh, it reminds me of like the shrines in Zelda. Like yeah, when you yeah. come across those. Yep. Um, that's all. What these puzzles are a lot. It's a lot of like ricocheting your yeah. projectile off of different things and maybe moving some pillars around to make sure that they hit all the right areas to unlock a door or something. Yep. Um, some of the puzzles definitely worked my brain. I didn't have to. I mean, I'm still pretty early, so I haven't looked anything up for those. But there was definitely one of the rooms that had where I had to slide around a bunch of pillars. I sat there for a good 10, 15 minutes, just kind of like yeah. visualizing where the ball was going to be hitting and the, to open the door. And they make really good use of the the comp, like the projectile, the combat mechanic uh, right. for with the puzzles as well. And then they do layer in combat as well. And it's. I think it's good. Those dungeons are pretty fun. Yeah, wait till dungeon two, dude. That the puzzles in there are crazy. So I I have no idea how many dungeons there are in this game, but on Xbox I'm stuck in dungeon two, and on uh, Switch I'm almost I'm at, at the monks right now. So I just have to get my fire element, and then I can go into dungeon two. Are you stuck uh, because of is it a difficulty thing like with uh, the, the combat or it's a puzzle no, thing? It's puzzles. Puzzles. Okay. Yeah. Which I mean, so, that can be frustrating. I would say, like, even with like a guide, said, like, look it, it up. A lot of the puzzles oh, depend on tough. timing, to oh, where you okay. have to like, you know, switch 
switch different things to have them on when you're going a certain way and then turn them off when you're going another way. And, you know, you've got to use your range attack while you're floating on things. And it's, I don't know, the platforming in this game is, is pretty tough. So, yeah, that's and that's a big part of it, too, uh, mm-hmm. is that when you're there's platforming, like Moose said, but there's you don't have a jump button. She just kind of when she hits the end of a ledge, she auto jumps forward. Right. And then you can kind of dictate how far or not so far you go, depending on how hard you're pushing on your joystick. Um, exactly. Uh, but it's kind of weird when you have this isometric view of this little 16 bit character trying to land on different ledges when you also aren't controlling the jump it's kind of and it's a big part of the game because in the dungeons you need to definitely do some platforming and then also in the open areas if you platform around enough you usually get up on top of something and you'll get like a crate or probably that sick tree that i needed to find was probably way on top of a stupid mountain and i just it is. missed the it's on is a it? third oh. it's on a third tier of course it is so and you can't reach it from there without going to another like another you know location on the map and then traversing your way across there's a lot of stuff like that in that game to where you have to jump up on a different platform on a different map and then traverse (laughs) across on that third tier into you know what i mean that no that makes a ton of sense yeah because i remember specifically seeing a tree that you could like see and i was like i don't know how to get up there i bet you that's the tree but like there's no way i can get up here there so maybe it's not but coming from a different section of the map into it i guess that makes more sense well that that second nature (sighs) mission is where i actually had to turn down the difficulty for the first time because you have to protect a tree because it takes two minutes for the uh medicine or whatever to to fix the tree but all the animals are attracted to it because it's super sweet and they just want to lick the tree so <laughs> Makes sense. Um, you've got to fight all the animals off for two minutes and the waves just get thicker and thicker. And so I finally just turned down the difficulty to pass it. And that's, uh, that's another thing is just like, if you're not taking those optional fights and doing those side quests, when you get swarmed by even like low level mobs, you're, you're going to die. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, it, they're upfront about how difficult it is. I think it's good. It, it makes you feel like less of a, coward for turning it down because they're like hey we know this is a hard game if it's too much turn it down because we still want you to actually enjoy it right uh, that's a good disclaimer and they should do that, for, that i would give yeah and they should do that for every game and i think they kind of are just making you know all games more accessible to everybody kind of like you know with tropical freeze being one of the hardest games ever on switch they made it funky kong mode to where you can essentially float through every level yeah, or just like the story mode in general and like right. the Uncharted games or a Tomb Raider I think does it, The Witcher. Yeah. It's it's just a good way if you're more of a story person uh, and you just want to get the, the main beats there. That's a good way to do it. Um what else can we talk about for this? Um we I mean we can talk about the combat. The combat it seems intense. There's you've got a block, you've got a dodge, you've got a projectile you can throw, you've got like a close like a CQC a melee. melee, yeah, uh, and then like a special on your right trigger where she spins around in circles and does a bunch of damage. Um, it all there's feels, a bunch of different ones pretty you good. can do, yeah. Um, Would yeah, you say the, it's butter smooth? I think so. It, it reacts, you know, pretty decent at least for a Switch game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the only I issue say, I had yeah. with the Switch is I felt coming off the PC version, there's definitely some frame drops when yeah. you're in like 
heavy crowded areas for whatever mm-hmm. reason like if there's just too much going on the screen it, it definitely chugs a little bit in sections uh but it, it never really affected like boss combat or like 1v1 combat it's kind of just when there was a thousand things on the map trying to kill you or it, like the town centers i feel like for whatever reason like running around those is kind of like skipping along once in a while because right. i wasn't getting oh, okay. proper frames but minor but, yeah. minor nitpick it's definitely still playable Another thing about the combat is they encourage you to like perpetually be in combat because it has a ranking system on it and it's got a countdown timer. So it starts out at D rank and every time you beat like, I don't know, I want to say it's like three or four enemies, you rank up to the next class, C, D, B, A. And I think you can actually get an S rank as well as most, you know, RPGs. And um, you get, the rewards you get from killing the enemies gets better and better the higher the rank is in battle that you are in so yeah it'll start to like run down run down at the top of your screen right. and you can and you see can it and then you're just trying countdown. to yeah you're just trying to sprint towards the next enemy that you can hit so that when you finally do kill him you're getting a tier stuff yeah um, and that was one thing i was dumb about is that i if one piece of gear because it's, it's definitely an rpg like there is a bunch of different armor that you can get which is probably one of the most bland things about the game because they have different names and stuff, but none of them look different or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's kind of yeah. like, which one has the higher number? I'm going to equip that. And I I was, exactly. had like a level one piece of something for the longest time. And that also made the game significantly harder because I hadn't equipped a certain piece that helped me level up. But that's my bad, not the game's that's, bad. That was a good thing about the second dungeon is when you go inside of it, it says... Um, you want to have these stats going in here. Are you sure you want to enter? And I think yeah, it's like yeah. level 60 everything. Yeah. And also another part of the story, when you just said something about that, the level 60 thing, uh, you join a guild like within the game, like mm-hmm. an MMO guild within the game, inside the game. And it's just another fun little feature. Like, yeah, hey, meet our guild mates and stuff. Yeah. It just adds to the in-game story there. It's, and then it's you've fun. got, you know, four factions to choose from as every, you know. Every RPG game has that, you know, help out this, this to level up this type of, you know, there's the, the security guys, there's the nature guys, there's the merchants and who are the other ones? Armor or something like that. I don't remember. I can't remember. At one point I was probably just spamming that A button yeah, to exactly. try to move on my way. <laughs> it's terrible, but true. Um, Especially with the side missions. It's, it's, you know, it's fetch quest stuff, but. It does, kind of, and they. The worst part is they even make like jokes about that once in a while. Like, oh, absolutely. hopefully we don't have to listen for listen to this guy talk for a half hour before we go on the mission. But then you get in there and the dude just talking for a long time. You're like, so you knew that this isn't a great thing to do to your players, and then you still put it in there anyways. Or you like make a joke about oh another fetch quest, and then you have to go do the fetch quest. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. they're poking fun at their own game, but then not fixing some of those things because a lot of the side content and quests. You might get like some kind of funny dialogue or something, but other than that, they're all pretty. Go find a bunch of leaves, or you need to kill this type of animal, or right that kind yeah, of that's... kind of just boring stuff. Yeah, now I forgot I was what I was gonna say. Shoot, um... something about the game being an RPG or quest and fetch quest thing, and or how long yeah, the intro is, or how long the tutorial <laughs> Chakra, levels are. Did you make it through the intro? Yep. Yep. I made it to the first island. Rookie island. Harbor. Rookie Harbor. Yep, yep. Got there, and then I haven't had the greatest of weeks gaming-wise and uh, <laughs> stopped right there. 
It, it is cool because like it is it, it's a your standard rpg thing there's just like npcs everywhere with little exclamation points above their head and you can just pick up these side quests that'll show you right off the bat what you're gonna earn uh credit wise and xp and it's just it, if you're looking for a, a a good rpg that seems like the underlying story is uh quality um with with great combat too there's not a lot of like nitpicky stuff besides i'm not a huge fan of a lot of the side quest content which unfortunately i feel like you have to do a decent amount if you're not trying to lower Mm -hmm. the difficulty sliders all the way down um other than that though it plays well and i think it's a it's a it's a good story and yeah yeah i think i'll continue playing it i i know it's supposed to be like a 20 or 20 or 30 hour game so um, another thing I remembered what I was going to say, uh, a, a PSA or some, uh, a note from a, the pro here, <laughs> um, yep. there's, there's fast travel in this game. Go ahead oh, and utilize yes. that. I didn't do it for like the first seven hours of gameplay, Oh God! but literally <laughs> you just open up the map and look for a little, uh, blue diamond and you can fast travel to anywhere on the map. So I was literally running from burger to rookie Harbor oh, and back. And yeah. That's a long run, dude. Yeah. Holy it's cow. good. It's good. You know, five to seven minute trek. I'd say between villages, that that's was one not thing fighting I, anything. Yeah. That's one thing I loved is that if I like finished up a side quest, I'd be like, okay, the next step is go back to rookie Harbor and talk to this guy. Just being able to easily open my map and quickly yeah. go to him. I can't imagine running that whole time. Pretty sure I'd spam through that, that tutorial. So I had no idea for the longest time. And then I was like, Hey, what happens if I highlight this? Oh, fast travel now. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then the, the last thing that I would want to talk about is just when you are in the dialogue segments, uh, the actual like portrait images that they've made up for each character, I think those are all super solid. Like, yeah, you, d- you don't get a ton of emotion out of a 16-bit character, but when you're having dialogue and it puts up these just way nicer-looking images of them, and then the different emotions they'll express while they're talking, I think those are all super well done. Like, they're all they all look really really good. Uh, I agree, and it just puts a lot more emotion into uh, the characters, so you can get a little more out of the story. I think. Um, but you guys want to get into some feedback from the community on the game? Let's hear what they said. We'll start with Shine. This is a really good one. He said, I'm a slacker. I was looking forward to this game, <laughs> and I've yet to play any of it. That's all of us. Sounds like you're uh, just falling in line right behind us. Cool. But actually, you know, I've, I've got a good 15 hours into this game. It's just, it's it's going to take... You know, it's going to take some time to finish this one. This isn't one that, unless it's the only game you pe- play all month, you're not going to finish it, I'd say. Yeah, it's definitely a longer yeah. one. Like, the uh, what's the last one we did? Deliver Us Deliver us the Moon? That was like a yeah, five-hour game or something. That was easy. Yeah, exactly. I still <laughs> um, haven't finished that one. <laughs> you say easy. I'm still stuck. I can't get through those uh, electric right. things. Well, if you had put in the amount of hours you put into this game, Moose, into the last game, you would have beat it. A couple times. It, yeah, well, this is a this one's more fun, fun game <laughs> instead of space exploration. So, All right, fair. Uh, uh, Sir Mox also sent in some feedback. He said, I just played through the rookie dungeon that is the main kind of end to the tutorial, I think. Uh, initially, I didn't. it didn't seem like my kind of game. I'm not a fan of 2D 16-bit platformer-type games. I must admit, though, I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoy the similarities between Ready Player One, uh, which made me want to play it more. Uh, and I'm intrigued by the story going forward. I'm looking forward to continuing this game. At this point, I would give it a 4 out of 5, but if I get hooked by the story, it could easily be a 5 out of 5. Um, and, yeah, I think making this type of game and 
with Ready Player One being a thing, a lot of people do draw those parallels, like I said, and definitely make you want to explore a little bit further. Like having a good story in this type of game also with great combat and awesome RPG mechanics as far as like leveling up and customization. Uh, it's a good good formula for sure. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, oh, and that's... Okay, last thing I promised this time. The... Uh, I forget what they call it, but the uh, the like skill tree. There's a name for it. What is it? Uh, it's like crystals or something. It's something weird. Uh, but their skill tree is humongous, and even right off the bat, you have like your intro skill tree where you can go through all these different trees and paths. Uh, as you get more elements, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it expands even further so the ways you can just customize your character through that skill tree uh, and then also with your weapons and different elements it's just layers on layers on layers of rp rpg stuff excuse me yeah and for the amount of time that i put into it i literally had enough to i, I maybe have like six little boxes filled out on my skill tree yeah, i was gonna and say there's yeah, probably I might like, have like 600 of them that you I might can have fill like out. four <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there there is a ton to this game. If you're looking for a, a good RPG with good combat, uh, an awesome little story, it seems so far, um, and you can play it anywhere. It's free in Game Pass uh, for PC and Xbox. Uh, I think it was twenty bucks on the Switch. Uh, it seems well worth it, especially if you do get all the way through it. But yeah, they're called a, circuits. Circuits, crystals, circuits. You, yes, not far that off. Was close. Not far off. Uh, anyways. Uh, hit or miss for you guys chocolate how about miss, how, miss? okay now you're now your type of thing too much reading too much reading <laughs> too difficult too much and reading. too much reading yep <laughs> moose how about you oh you gotta hit me baby one more time with this one <laughs> hit you baby one more time you can hit me too while you're at it uh definitely need to give this one some more time but um yeah it's good um all right we're now in the month of August, which means we are switching back to a Game Pass Challenge Month. Hopefully Dan's not listening to this episode. Hopefully he doesn't listen to the next four episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the game we're going to be playing this month uh, is going to be Cluster Truck. And there's Dan Pod in the chat. <laughs> oh, man. Just on <laughs> Who told <a> him? <laughs> Who told him? Um, but yeah, so we're going to be playing Cluster Truck. We're going to be looking for a best time. Overall on... score. Okay. Overall My bad. Score. I haven't played yeah, this in a while. Um, okay, so we're looking for a best score. And I'm assuming score combines uh, some time, of time. style, um, and okay. some other bits and pieces. All right. So yeah, uh, the run you're going to make is on level one. Point two, so that's going to be the second level of the first world, right? Mm -hmm. That's how yep. that's laid out. Um, yeah, and you guys have a month for it. We'll uh, we'll be updating you uh, every every episode on it. Uh, who's got the highest score for the level and whatnot? But if you don't know what Cluster Truck is, uh, Cluster Truck is a chaotic physics-based truck former, <laughs> not a platformer. Get it? Yeah. Uh, you jump your way through insane levels in a game of the floor is lava on top-speeding trucks driven by terrible drivers. The game only gets harder when dangers such as swinging hammers, lasers, and flamethrowers are added. Um, I played a little bit of this when it first came out, and definitely the further you... Like, 
yes, obviously, you do want to beat the three hosts. You want to win what is now back down to ten dollars. You want to beat our. You want to beat our scores uh, on level 1.2. But I also encourage you to keep playing like further and further into this game because it does get pretty insane with the lasers and the swinging axes. And it's all in first person. It's, uh, it's a ton of fun. I think you guys will all have uh, a good time with it if you haven't played before. But, uh, yeah, so Cluster Truck level 1.2. You got all month. We'll keep you updated. Good luck, everybody. Uh, well, no, no good, good luck. luck. Good luck to no. us. Good I luck hope to you the... all do terribly, especially Dan. Good, good luck to the three of us. <laughs> Dan, hopefully, you can just be one of the truck drivers. You don't have to. You don't have to compete. Just drive maybe his trucks. Xbox will break this month. That's kind of messed up. <laughs> well, get Sorry, him on a date. I don't mean it. I don't mean it. Get him on a date cap, and then he can't download the game. Oh, the, the, yeah, the it. the three hundred kilobyte <laughs> game that this probably is. Uh, all right, cool. That's Game Pass for that, guys. Up next, let's get into some news. All right, Moose, what is going on in the news this week? Who knows, dude? Fair enough. <laughs> all <laughs> rumors and all section. speculation. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's start out with uh, shortly after we finish the podcast. Tuesday what? morning, I believe, uh, PlayStation dropped, Shadow dropped Cuphead. So you can pick it up on PS4 right now for $19.99. Um, go pick it up, enjoy it for the first world, and then invest in a new TV and controller. Oh. And then invest in some tiny Cuphead <laughs> figurines to put on top of your computer. Yep, that's what I have. I have Mugman, but no Cuphead. What's wrong with me? <laughs> So yeah, if uh, all you PlayStation people out there, I know most people in our community are Xbox guys, but uh, check out Cuphead. It's beautiful. It's awesome. It's um, cartoon Dark Cells. Dark get, Souls. Get yourself hyped up for the TV show. There you go. Yeah, that's right. It's coming out uh, in this fall sometime, right, on Netflix? Who knows anymore? <laughs> it's supposed <laughs> to. We'll see. So well, they've had like time the, to draw, haven't they? They've been stuck at home. Sure. They can, yeah, exactly. They don't need live actors on set, time. so this this should be something we might actually get on time. Yes. Supposedly, there's DLC coming at some point too, but I don't think that's any time in the future. I'm on the last world of that game, and I think I was on the same level for like a month or so. Yeah. <laughs> Just finally, it was like, you know, we gave it our best shot. That's uh, <laughs> that's all we could do. Yeah, and I heard that when you turn the difficulty down on that game, it makes the bosses take more damage so or like it makes them require more damage as far as i knew at least that's how it used to be they might have turned it into baby mode but you you used to be able to play on easy mode but you it didn't count as a completion for you when you beat it it was kind oh, of yeah, just like yeah. you a didn't trial get the, the actual get, reward that's yeah right. you get like <laughs> the mechanics down and then then you'd switch it up which i love that they did that because it's like you don't get to beat our game if you put it on the easy level. You're going to beat it where we all had to beat it. Good right. luck. Which none of us have, so. No. <laughs> close, but so, not yeah. close enough. All you PlayStation ponies, good luck with that platinum. <laughs> Up next, they had a uh, Marvel's Avengers War Table, number two. So uh, let's see what they did here. They have a beta coming out actually this week, August 7th. So, um, let's see. That's going to be 
PlayStation, on PlayStation first. Four. Yep. And then the fourteenth will be for PC and Xbox. Yep. And that's when the PlayStation Four one will go into open beta. So I think the Correct. only way to get into it, the betas in general right now is a pre order. So yep. yeah, they might have like, it's a pre order beta. Yeah, okay. And then PlayStation becomes an open beta on the 14th, and then everything becomes an o- open beta on the 21st. Okay, so if you're an Xbox player, you have at least two weeks. If but you the pre-ordered. game comes out, like, what, two weeks after that? I was going to say. September the 9th? Is it all... Take a, tip from, yeah, take a tip from Moose and don't play betas. You're just going to get disappointed and go to the internet and complain about it, so... <laughs> <laughs> but hey, then you can cancel your pre. But you won't cancel your pre. No, I so won't. Never. It's freaking Marvel and it's the Avengers. All right, and, yeah. I'm with um, If you want to be Spider Man, pick it up on the PlayStation. Uh, Boom. He's exclusive. And, and like, also that makes a ton of sense. Like, yeah, absolutely. Owned Sony, Sony. owns Spider Man. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> That was the first thing I saw in another Discord is someone was like, oh, well, I'm not pre-ordering this now. I can't get Spider-Man. I was like, did you think you were going to get him? Right. That, like, yeah. Like, yeah, it they, sucks. They're playing nice enough, but it's not a perfect world. Yeah. <laughs> buy a PlayStation if you want to play some Spider-Man. And then play actual Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. They got Miles Morales coming out, too. They got the actual Spider-Man game. There's plenty over there on PlayStation. So yep. if that's the only thing keeping you, I you know, get a PlayStation. So uh, Hawkeye is going to be the first DLC character. Interesting so. looking Hawkeye. Not a lot of hair. <laughs> you know, we got less a hair than I'm accustomed to, I guess. You don't know what happened in those. What is it? Twenty years? Isn't or no? That's it's only point. like three years after uh, Endgame, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. So, I, well, yeah, that's fair. You're right. So who knows what happened to Clint in those three years, bro? He tried cutting his hair during COVID. He did a bad job, so he just buzzed it. It makes hey, sense. We've been there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's pretty much all they covered as far as the uh, the uh, war table goes. So look for the beta, some new DLC. They got a big story with Hawkeye, and that's it. About does look it. cool. It looks like a cool way to release characters, like. Right. It, not only are you getting to play them, but you get to play their like origin or like wh- what they've been doing, like those story missions for each character, and all the characters are free as well, which is cool. It looks like yeah. they're going to be going hard on the cosmetics, like all of the different ones that you would have seen, like in the comics, like people that have some type of infinity for those older comics are gonna just like dish out right, for but these skins in game. Is it gonna be transmog or is it gonna be? I would assume so. Yeah, okay. So you can just take like the best perks be. or whatever yeah. and then put it on whichever outfit you like. Because otherwise you start leaning into a weird pay-to-win thing where, oh, right. I bought the Hulk Buster, so I'm going to be better now because my stats are just higher because I paid $10 for him versus well, cool, look at this Hulk a, Buster skin. Or something. That's a thing too, so uh, well, could happen. <laughs> you know, I'm just really hoping these people are learning over the years. Yeah. Did they say how much the... Um cosmetics and things will be or is it just a pure guess i don't think I, they've mentioned yeah any, i don't even think they've said anything about the cosmetics yet yeah kind they of don't have anything showing... as far as micro they haven't said anything as far as microtransactions. they just say that you know every character is going to be super unique and you can make them as as you know make any yours, way that you want them to be your costumes. thor is going to be different than my thor is going to be different than risky's thor just don't ask us how you're going to make them look different right. you're not going to like the answer 
Hey, if you can get if, if I can get a uh, a beer drinking fat Thor skin. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I'll give you $10 right now. Give you 20. Also, the words Thor and skin close together. Well, great. Stop that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thor skin? Got to really Thor enunciate skin. that th, don't you? Thor skin. <laughs> All right, moving swiftly on. Thanks for pointing that out. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Up next, uh, this is news is for pretty much just me. Um, new Animal Crossing Summer Update 2 just dropped over the weekend. So uh, there's going to be fireworks every Sunday in August. Uh, I tried to record some of that for you guys last night. Big fail. Next uh, Sunday. <laughs> next Sunday. We'll get it. <laughs> um, you're going to be able to make your own custom fireworks designs. So I haven't checked this out, but... Like, literally, you, you know, with the whole um, design studio where they give you the grids and you can make whatever patterns you want, really, you're going to be able to do that with fireworks. So they'll be exploding oh, yeah. in those patterns above your island. Does it, is there any type of weird, like, editor thing? Like, can I make big wieners pop up in the sky or anything? <laughs> I assume so. I don't know. I've not Can you tried. put them on shirts and stuff? I, I don't I haven't tried that either. You know, what? I'm not twelve. So. Someone gives you the ability to design a shirt however you want and the first thing you do is just put a big veiny wiener on it. <laughs> <laughs> veiny triumphant <laughs> guy, right? <laughs> Alright, so never mind. I won't come to your island to watch your fireworks. I'll find some other weirdo. <laughs> I, I may or may not be planting my plants in a certain shape. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, I have not tried to make phallic symbols on shirts yet. I, I guess that'll be part of my month update that I'm going to yes. be doing here. <laughs> this one's for you, Risky. It's, yep. I so, can't wait. Uh, another little thing is uh, that Luna, that it's a tapir or tapper. It's T-A-P-I-R. It's like an anteater, essentially. I don't know. I'm not smart oh. with zoology. Sounds like a fake word. Right? But that's what it is. It's, it's, it's one of those anteater things. So, but they're called like tapers or something like that. Um, so she will have you, she'll visit you. She's a new NPC and she has a dream suite, which basically you lay down and you can go visit other people's islands in your dreams. <laughs> so I don't know exactly how this works yet, but I will definitely dive into it and see, but it, it seems a little weird. Can not you gonna, do weird stuff to them while you're dreaming? <laughs> I don't no. think so. But, you know, like you can't actually like mess with any of their stuff if you're, dreaming of their island Going, right like pick have up you ever seen freddy krueger lots of bad stuff happens in dreams oh wow all right fair <laughs> interesting so just instead of actually going yeah the to typical the way island, of going kinda... yeah they're trying to i think they're trying to shortcut visiting people's islands because everybody complains about the process and the length of time that it takes yeah that makes sense so do you know can you interact with the island at all are you like walking so. around or is it just like just, a bird eye yeah i think you just walk around i'll have to check into it okay. i'll give you guys some updates i might stream some of this if i can figure it out too so we'll, we'll figure it out yeah um they've got uh red's back he's got a raffle shop that opens every sunday with the fireworks you can buy uh raffle tickets and win prizes throughout that um just another way to spend your bells essentially uh, they got new DIY recipes, new summer items. You can turn off your camera user interface. So when you want to take pictures or do YouTube videos, whatever, you can take off that whole UI. That's awesome. That's a good right. idea. 
I bet you that was a Gary Widow thing. He's right. like, I'm, I'm enjoying Animal Talking or whatever it's called. But Dude, he's uh, got like a network worth of shows on Animal Crossing now. He's got one where they sit around a table and play Dungeons and Dragons. Inside, <laughs> inside of inside, actual, yes, inside yes. of Animal Crossing. Yep. <laughs> He's, Yo, the dude's a genius. Yeah, he had his first like live concert outside. Oh, he had some band on, and they all played instruments outside and <laughs> on his island. I I saw it was a it was an article that must have popped up in my feed for whatever reason. It was like watching these ten people try to play Toto's Africa in Animal oh, Crossing yeah. is the most depressing <laughs> thing I've ever seen because <laughs> they just like they don't really do much when they're playing the instruments, or they just kind of like move yeah, back just, and forth. Yeah, they just stuff. wiggle a little bit. They just basically. gotta wiggle <laughs> with just Africa playing over just these little wiggling Animal Crossing characters. So uh, these next, the next couple features are uh, nice additions just for uh, um, user interface. So they got custom design floor preview. So instead of um, having to you know make your tile and then go throw it down in your room and see how it looks and oh crap, it's jacked up. I gotta go back and you know to the sister shop and redo it now they they show you a image of what it'll look like as one tile so that's you know that's just nice save you time type thing quality of life yeah right uh the custom design portal has been updated so you can hotkey search things so like, like if you're wieners? looking for god dude <laughs> um grass or uh trees or i guess wiener if you'd like um and it'll pull up um, keyword searches for everybody that submitted things so you don't have to know the actual uh, creator's id anymore to find things That's so it's good. basically it you like, like you can yeah you can like google search here for whatever you're looking for to customize you know tiles and so you can really customize the island at this point um and this one a shout out to trey you can uh, finally <laughs> back up your island just a few weeks short of when he could have used that. Oh, I lost my whole island, guys. Well, how about this feature that's going to come out in two weeks that can uh, help you <laughs> exactly, out? Exactly, dude. It's terrible. But now you can back up your island. So if you want to switch it to another switch, you lost your switch, you broke your switch, you can recover your island. What so. a weird feature to not be there day one. <laughs> right? Why would you not? I, I don't know if they wanted didn't people like cloning islands to multiple switches, but who cares? Why? Then what? It's not like it's you can make money off of it or anything or who yeah. knows. We're selling islands on the black market. Yep. <laughs> right. And then uh they've got a fall update coming, so I would say probably September, mid to late September sometime you can see what's coming next. So good time to jump back into Animal Crossing. There's tons of new stuff and you know, with both summer updates, with you being able to swim now, finding all those items in the sea. And all the new fish, all the new bugs, all that stuff. There's plenty of things to do to fill out your, uh, um, what is that place called? God, my museum. broken. Yes, the museum. Thank you. <laughs> Dire so, yeah. Animal Crossing fan right here. What up? Yeah, I'm going to come visit your island, so get it in shape. Just do it in your dreams so I don't have to be there. <laughs> you, are we even friends? <laughs> yeah, we can play some Rogue Company later. Sound good? Okay. Sound good. Uh, I guess. All right. All right, let's move on. Uh, PlayStation is having another state of play on Thursday. Looks like a letdown. It's going to be a letdown. So uh, (laughs) let me just read the statement from Sony. It's been a while, but state of play returns this Thursday with a focus on third-party published games coming to PS4 and PSVR. 
<laughs> we'll have a few PS5 game updates and third-party and indie titles you last saw on June's PS5 showcase. The episode is weighing in at 40-plus minutes. We've got a great lineup store featuring plenty of new gameplay footage and other game updates. Just to be super clear, there are no PlayStation Studios updates on Thursday's episode. We won't have any updates around hardware, business, pre-orders, or dates either. On Thursday, or focus, our focus squarely is showcasing some cool upcoming games coming to the broader PlayStation ecosystem. Should be fun. <laughs> Should it? Should it? You it sure? Just, uh, dude, I don't know. When you're this close to a new console generation, like any announcement that comes out, if it's not a price or something about right. the hardware or next gen games everyone's gonna kind of be like hmm okay psvr <laughs> well, that's still a thing apparently i guess <laughs> my my oculus is still a thing and i don't play that so I don't, psvr <laughs> is probably also still a thing yeah i guess sure yeah um if you want to catch this it's going to be one pacific 1 p.m pacific 4 p.m eastern 9 p.m bear standard time British summertime. No, bear standard time. Yep, bear summertime. That sounds good, too. All right. There's going to be a new Microsoft store. Pretty much they are taking out the branding of Xbox everywhere, aren't they? Yes, seems that way. Their new mantra here is going to be faster, safer, and easier than ever before to use. So uh, apparently Was it's going to be safe twice. before. Well, apparently it's going to be safer, bear. Okay. So um, for faster, apparently it's going to be twice as fast as far as the user interface goes. Um, it launches under two seconds, and the browse performance is greatly improved. Um, let's see, easier. So they're they're completely. It says our goal is to provide an inclusive and intuitive experience for everyone, and we're committed to making it easier and than ever to find your next favorite game, app, movie, or TV show. So they fully redesigned the navigation system, allowing you to jump between shopping experience and snap in a snap or deep dive into something specific. So it just seems like they're just making everything a little more intuitive. Uh, Here you go, Bear. Safer. We've also been working hard to make sure that Microsoft Store on Xbox is the best place for families to shop for gaming and entertainment to help parents ensure that their children are interacting with appropriate content. Mm-hmm. Customers must be signed into their Xbox account before browsing. Being signed in also helps you have more personalized experience. So it's kind of like the switches, you know, how they make you sign in as a user before you can get into before, the store. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Cause then it's kind of just tailored to whoever's profiles on the, Logged in right. on that console, I guess. So. And then they can lock out all the 18 plus games, can't they? For certain yeah. profiles, probably, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. It says that this means that a child with content filters set for an eight year old will not be able to view content in the store that's rated for a teenager, yeah. vice versa. Can you turn off microtransactions in game yet? I saw another article where some kid spent like 30,000 in Fortnite microtransactions like a couple weeks ago, and it's they're not giving him their money back or something. That'll probably go to court, but. Yeah. Well, it says here, it makes it easier for parents and caregivers to grant exceptions or restrictions for particular games, movies, or TV shows. So just shut so, it all off for Fortnite. Yeah, right. Shut it down. <laughs> Any game that's they free to play, shut it down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm surprised they don't embed some sort of you know maximum spend, whether that's right. in-game or yeah, out-of-game. Yeah, so sense. it's whatever you, know, you, you 
decide is is reasonable, and then that way they can't rack up these bills of like it, thirty grand. Weren't they doing that in? In I feel like we had a story about that a while ago, but that was more. It was less for keeping your children out of it but it was more or less for people with like addictive personalities so, like you couldn't buy setting a budget yeah you couldn't buy like nine thousand fifa pro packs or whatever like there was it might not have been fifa or maybe they were just talking about bringing something like that to games but it wasn't even for like hey we'll stop children from emptying your bank account to for floss dances and Fortnite. <laughs> right for it's more for the people who need that 95 overall person in fifa and literally will like go through their life savings trying to empty it out so i mean any type of settings that you can kind of slow that type of thing down especially for kids that don't understand the worth of money (laughs) and if 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 you guys want to check this out um just you have to be part of the xbox insider program but it's as simple as downloading the app and clicking a couple boxes so Easy peasy. Um, yeah, check it out. Up next. Oh, Microsoft is dropping the word Xbox from Game Pass. Did you guys see that? It's just Game Pass now. So yes. Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass are just Game Pass? And it's going to be Nintendo Game Pass, and it's going to be Stadia Game Pass. and. Mm. You know. So how do I differentiate games that are specifically on PC Game Pass versus games that are only on Xbox Game you Pass? Just tw- it says console or thing. PC next to it. Yeah. Oh, so it's just the word, literally yeah, just the word literally Xbox just took, disappeared. Yeah, they took gotcha. out the, game, the word Xbox and put in the Xbox logo. So they can put anything in front of it, like Correct. PlayStation. Well, I think it's a Probably cover idea. PlayStation. Yeah, they're just branding themselves as Game Pass and you yeah. know, disassociating no, the Xbox of it. So where it's sense. you know, it's for everyone, not just Xbox. Yeah. Get rid of a little confusion there. So uh, one last thing with game or uh, Xbox, this is great news for everybody. I think Xbox Live Gold is going away. This is just a rumor right now, but uh, it's been you know reported by Jeff Grubb, which is one of the bigger guys in the industry so i went ahead and reported it but they're saying that uh the xbox live gold subscriptions are going to go away and microsoft is making it free to play online gaming yeah this i think broke 10 days ago maybe two weeks so it's Mm. been rumbling around for a while yeah two weeks ago is when they uh announced that they were stopping selling the the year passes yeah oh the year subscriptions exactly for xbox live so, um, and then after that, you know, I think it was either, it was just over the weekend when they started talking about getting rid of it. So, so do you think we get a price reduction with Ultimate? Otherwise, what, this is kind of a moot announcement. So, like, well, I don't think so because you can just subscribe to just Game Pass for probably 10 bucks as opposed to Game Pass Ultimate, which is PC, console, and xCloud. But I yeah. think by the time you get the PC, like if you want both of them, if you want PC and Xbox, I thought one of them was ten and one of them was five. Like I right. thought you were right back up there. Well, then so. they include XCloud too. So okay, Ultimate's definitely the best deal still. I was gonna say I'm gonna be paying for that no matter what. So yeah, and I'm I'm booked Whatever. out till 2022 on it, so yeah. I'm yep. not worried about price at this point. Yep. So yeah, I think that's good news for everybody. Go back to the way it used to be when you know it was free to play games on the internet. Weird. <laughs> Crazy. Well, we spent 
how long? Almost ten years building and paying for the them to fill in that back end. So uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Truth. Finally, finally paid off that toll road. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so last thing in Xbox news: um, Halo Infinite multiplayer is going to be free to play. This is another reason why I think they're getting rid of you know the Xbox Live Gold because they have a free to play game. So how can they charge a sub to play if the game's free to play? Do you know this story took me three days to work out and <laughs> wonder why this was such a big news story? <laughs> well, it's it's essentially the Halo Battle Royale, and it's going to be supported up to 120 frames per second. So that's butter smooth, risky. That sounds pretty smooth. <laughs> More than my cross code 13 frames when I'm in <laughs> towns. It's probably about 20. Come it on. is. It's probably 23. Yeah. So do, yeah. do you guys think it's going to be the uh, Battle Royale, or do you think it's going to be all Halo, all multiplayer, across the board free? I think all of it's going to be free. The, the what are the, the Forge? Is that what it was called? In, um, Where you can like, make 5. the maps and stuff? Make the maps, yeah. But that was, wasn't that just like the multiplayer aspect of the game? Well, they had they Warzone, had actual... oh, okay. and then you had the actual... The team atypical Slayer team deathmatch, yeah, and that kind of stuff. King of the Hill, yeah. Um, I think that they're going to include all multiplayer. Mm, I've got that feeling. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. And then I would assume all your maps and weapon additions and that kind of stuff going forward are also free. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it'll be cosmetic stuff you could probably there's buy. There's going to be zebra and pink colored mm-hmm. Spartans running around uh, for <laughs> four ninety nine a piece. So. Yeah, and emotes and dances, and basically Fortnite's yeah. coming to Halo. They and they didn't they also say this is like the last Halo game for ten years or something. I thought I they said know. something about this game just being the Halo. It's like the a Halo. game of service for the next. It's kind of what Destiny kind of planned on. Yeah, and that was the uh, the reason behind the name Infinite is that this was like the one that we were going to keep adding to, and people were going to keep playing, uh, and the free-to-play model works well with that type of long-term plan if that's what you want to do. Uh, right. Games as a service thing. I think that's what we're about to see happening here with Halo. So I don't know. I don't know how that feels for people that love this franchise. I don't, I'm don't. i not attached to it in any significant way. So to me, it's kind of just like, oh, free game. It's going to be free either way in Game Pass. But I think it will work know. well because you potentially bring people in who haven't played the campaign. So you've got a kind of, not a perpetual motion as such, but you've got people on the outside who like multiplayer games might right. come in and then try the single player when it comes out. That's well, true. not only that, but you've got Master Chief Collection in Game Pass as well. So you've got seven other games that they could play just by you know, just go check catching the out. bug of the yeah. Free, yeah. free-to-play multiplayer. Well, yeah, and that's that the next Halo step bug. of it, isn't it? You enjoy the campaign or the multiplayer, then the campaign, then you think, all right, let's try the others. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you've got them in, which it feels like Microsoft are doing. Yeah. And then they've got six months Game of Game Pass, Pass subbed to play yep. all the halos and then they're like oh sweet gears that's another game i've never checked out or forza yeah. or you know and then you got a lifetime sub to, to all take my money someone, so. take exactly. my money that seems to be what they're going for they're more way more worried about you playing their games and less about where you're playing them yeah seems to be their thing this generation so which, which is awesome yeah uh, 
xCloud, Xbox, PC, wherever. And that's, you know, it's it's great for us because it seems to be that, you know, all the money that Microsoft is making, they are just putting back into the platform and the Buying ecosystem. studios. Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's, it's just, you know, the more things good that happen to Xbox, the more good things that's going to happen to all us gamers. So Agreed. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, Rocker, just for you, buddy. That's all I got for the news this week, boys. What a toss. <laughs> all right, Chocolate, we got any new games coming out this week? Uh, we've got a few. I've uh, I've been delving deep. Um, so on the 4th of August, so day of the podcast, Fallout Guys Ultimate Knockout is on the PC and the PlayStation. I am super jealous. I believe this is the uh, Katashi's Castle esque yeah. game it's just oh, fall for guys us, just, for us know. it's a uh, most extreme elimination challenge that game that was on g or uh mxc Spike for a while yes yeah it starts out it's it's basically like the original battle royale you start out with 100 or 200 people <laughs> and just beat the crap out of them till one yeah. finishes only one will finish um and then on the 7th of august i mean Moose, I'm going to have to get you to say this one because you'll do a better, a better Uh-oh. version of it than I will. Okay. So, just on the seventh of August one. Oh, just the first okay. one. <laughs> Fast and Furious Crossroads. All right, Dom, calm down. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Fast and Furious Crossroads is out, and that's going to be on the Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Um, I believe it's a. Uh, it's got all the characters in it. I've got no idea of the storyline. It's, it's voice acted by the actual yeah, cast. I'm Michelle pretty Michelle Rodriguez sure. and uh, yeah, they they were on E3. Remember last that's, year? Yeah, that's what it was. And it was like this is weird. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a Need and for Speed game, but they never said Need for Speed. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, <laughs> we'll see it, how bad or good it is. Probably it's, how bad, but yeah, let's, yeah. it seems like a one of those like old double a games that you would have seen like not an indie not a triple a just somewhere no it was like all the 90s and early 2000s like licensed movies video games yes. they were all just like trash but they they're got coming back and we're starting <laughs> with the fast and furious you gotta love Can't it wait 2020 what a year oh, um and this one i think it's already out i'm not sure but on one of the websites it said it's out so horizon zero dawn complete edition on the pc is out Sounds good to me. Yep. If you got a PC and not a PlayStation, check this out for sure. Yeah, I've heard it's good. Goddamn PC. It is good. Right. We've got some games leaving Game Pass. So grab your 20% off. You've got Devil May Cry 5 leaving. You've got Kingdom Come Deliverance leaving. And you've got Yuku's Island Express. So if you're interested in any of those, get down and get playing. Yep. And then we have Games with Gold. It's August. So, Portal Kings is here from the 1st until the 31st of August. We have Override Mech City Brawler, and that arrives on the 16th of August until the September the 15th. We have MX Unleashed from the 1st until the 15th of August. And then Red Fraction 2 from August 16th until the 31st. And I did mention these last week, but I'll mention them again. Why not? Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout for PlayStation Plus and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered. Those that's are your free solid, games. That's a solid PS Plus game. 
That's, they um, gotta they do got something some to try to try to compete with Game Pass. Yeah. Like, hey, these are the two games you can play. Um, I, what do you guys think about this? Or if That's, this is possible? If I, uh, if I want Fall Guys, can I just get like a trial subscription to get the game for free? And the, oh no, because you need live or PS Plus or whatever to actually play online. Never mind. You that ruined the- everything three websites that i gave you and you go make a video all right let's do that i don't know what kind of video i'm gonna make but uh <laughs> tune in next week and i'll let yeah. you know all right that's everything uh we we good we done we did a podcast we kept it yeah, under two did. hours here we go chocolate thanks for being quiet this time I was here to not let him talk. So. <laughs> Did you see that? He was about to talk, and I was like, yeah, duh, no. See, yeah. right there, he tried to talk, and you just shut him down. <laughs> you guys always cut me off. I can never get in edgeways. That's why I have so much to talk about when one of you are not here. You just I'm just going to blame it on lag from you know the ocean. That's what it is. I would say, since we're doing it live with video, just start waving your hands frantically when you have something to say, because yeah. I'll see hey, it, and I'll be like, like, oh. like the kids learn in school, Chocolate, raise your hand if you want to speak. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh. Let's plug this sinking ship up. Yeah. Um, I um, plug we... the holes. Plug the holes. Yeah. Oh, God. Do you want to do the plugs, Chocolate? Would that make you feel better? Go to streamerlinks.com slash crossatlanticgaming. If you want to keep up with us on a daily basis, come join us on Discord. Remember, head to Apple Podcast, rate, review us. I was going to read that last bit. And please emphasize. Please emphasize. <laughs> <laughs> He'll and literally read anything you put on that paper. I am Ron Burgundy. Um, if you'd like to support the show and become a CAG VIP, there are two ways of doing this. Head over to patreon.com slash CAG podcast and be like Chaotic, who is our top tier contributor. You can also go over to Twitch. Well, we're here. Press the sub button. And then if you do both of those, you get three entries into our giveaway next week. Bonus, bonus. And then if you need to reach out to Risky, head over to cagpodcasts at gmail.com. Closing? Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to do that. You can do that. (laughs) If you want to get a hold of me, I'm at Risky the Kid everywhere. Chocolate. I'm Chocolate about 80 everywhere. And Moose. Mason Stein, 83.14, all places. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. See ya. Peace out. Got the dead jokes. I've got a cracker. 
Oh boy, I've heard this one before. <laughs> My friend thinks he's smart. He told me the onion is the only food that makes you cry. So I threw a coconut at his face. <laughs> Jesus, bear. Rude. Well, another news. You guys know that mouth-watering sensation you get when you grill a steak? Yeah. You think vegans get the same feeling when they mow the lawn? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, I got a lot. <laughs> Did you hear about the two cell phones who got married? The reception was terrific. Oh. oh, nice wedding joke for this week. Next okay. week, I'll be a married man, ladies and gentlemen. Whoop, whoop. Weird. Did you guys hear oh. what happened to the uh, cannibal that showed up late to the barbecue? No. All he got was the cold shoulder. <laughs> Where are you finding these slightly dark uh, dad jokes? Kind of like internet. Oh, all right. I should have guessed. Uh, why did the can crusher quit his job? Why? Oh, God. Because it was so depressing. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, last one. The smell okay. of burning flesh and the screams of children. Ah, the sounds of summertime. <laughs> you know, kids screaming at the pool. And- At least I have to shut this down.